And hello, everyone, and welcome to our program, The Truth Will Set You Free Bible Prophecy Edition. I'm Vic Batista, along with Nathan Jones with Lamb Lion Ministry. We have a great program prepared for you today as we're going to be talking about Ark Door Closing. So stay tuned for today's program. But before we continue, I'm going to ask my co-host, Nathan Jones, if he will open us up with a word of prayer. Lord Jesus, the signs of the end times are all around us and are pointing to your soon return. I pray, Lord, that we'll be wise and discerning, we'll be good Bereans in our studies, and Lord, you'll help us to understand these times, be discerning, so that we may, Lord, point people to you. We pray that you'll speak through us and bless all those who are tuned in. And we thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Again, you're tuned in to the Truth Will Set You Free Bible Prophecy Program Edition, Lamb Lion Ministry, Vic Batista and Nathan Jones. And we're excited that you're part of the program. For those of you watching us or actually uh, listening to this audio cast, we would love for you to share this with your friends and family, those of you that are following us on social media, as we see a number of you that are tuned in, and have them follow along with us. And of course, before we continue, I'm going to welcome my co-host, Nathan Jones, to the program. Nathan, it's great to have you on. Brother, it's good to be on. Uh, even after a week off, uh, glad that you and uh, Donald Dolmas were able to do a Spanish-only Truth Will Set You Free. That's amazing, man. I envy you guys who are bilingual. No, oh, hey, man, we, we, we missed you. Listen, we were just filling in for you. That's all we were doing. <laughs> oh, you go along just fine without me. No, no, no. We, we, we always have a lot of fun. But Nathan, talking about that, maybe you can share uh, for someone who's new to the ministry, uh, contact information, what we do, and also what Donald does in case they want to get uh, involved. Well, certainly. Uh, Lamb and Lion Ministries, uh, we're all evangelists with uh, Lamb and Lion Ministries. Uh, we're a Bible prophecy teaching ministry whose mission it is to proclaim the soon return of Jesus Christ. We do that a number of different ways, primarily through our television program, Christ in Prophecy, which is aired all over the world on the major networks, Christian networks, and online networks. Uh, we have many, many articles and videos and social media and e-newsletters and you name it. We want to teach you about Bible prophecy uh, through our website, which is ChristInProphecy.org. We have a sister ministry in Defense de la Fe, which I believe means in defense of the faith, and that's uh, run by Donald Dolmas, who's based in Nicaragua. And you can go in DefenseDelaFe.com, and if you want to... Uh, your Spanish speaking or know of Spanish speaking people, uh, then point them to that website. We got it almost all, I can't even tell you how much, but Donald's translated so much of our Bible teaching and his own Bible teaching is there in Spanish for, for those who are uh, seeking to know more about Jesus' soon return. Mm, fantastic. Thank you so much, Nathan Jones. Again, a wonderful uh, opportunities for those of you that are tuned into the program to get a hold of these wonderful resources. And we've done a few special Spanish uh, just to encourage the, the community out there that is also seeking the truth as we want everyone to know that the Lord is coming soon and be edified. So, Nathan, thank you so much uh, for sharing that wonderful information. Uh, Nathan, of course, these weeks have just been packed with the news of what's going on around the world, the tension with with uh, the racial tension, the police situation, the COVID-19, and there's so much more going on around the world. And, and, and it just keeps screaming to us Bible prophecy that the Lord is coming soon, right, Nathan? Oh, absolutely. Uh, matter of fact, uh, it's so hard to keep up with current events as they relate to Bible prophecy. Our television program, Christ in Prophecy, will bring guests on and uh, we'll interview them about different subjects. And by the time they're fit in the schedule and the show airs, some new thing has happened that's current. And so uh, God bless uh, the resources for like this podcast, for instance, our blog, which is ChristInProphecyBlog.org. 
as well as our new pers prophetic perspectives videos, which are on our YouTube channel, our Christ in Prophecy YouTube channel, that it each day addresses uh, what's going on in the news as it relates to God's prophetic word. And brother, the, the signs of the times are coming more frequent and more intense, just as Jesus prophesied in Matthew 24 and Luke 21. And uh, that's the time we live in. It's to be expected. So I hope we're keeping up with it as much as possible to help continue to point people to Jesus' soon return. Oh, amen. So, Nathan, I'm definitely in agreement with you. And that's why we do these programs to encourage people and share the good news. There's a lot of talk out there, Nathan, uh, of all the different things that could possibly happen this upcoming year through next year because of the uh, uh, COVID-19, the unrest around the nation. Uh, people are pointing, Is could this be the 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 second coming and the tribulation. And we try to encourage people and say, well, wait a minute now. The Bible clearly speaks of other events that need to take place before uh, the tribulation uh, and all those type of things. And, and it reminds me, Nathan, our times remind me so much of the time of Noah. And you're very familiar with the story. But, uh, you know, in the time of Noah, there was a certain time when Nathan, uh, excuse me, when, when Noah was sharing and encouraging people to get into the ark, the flood was coming. And much like you and I are doing today and many evangelists, sharing with the people, repent, turn to Christ. Uh, uh, the, the Lord is coming. And like in the time of Noah, Nathan, many people really are not paying much attention. They're hearing, but they're not acting on this truth. Right. And Jesus chastised the Pharisees for just that thing. He says you could go out and see the sky. No, you know, it's when summer or winter comes just by seeing the signs. When winter comes, obviously it's snowing. You know, it's winter. It's summer. It's hot. You know, there's different things that are signs that indicate what the time period you're living in. Likewise, Jesus gave us 10 signs in Luke 21 that point to his soon return. Uh, signs like uh, a proliferation of false Christs and false prophets, wars and rumors of war, ethnic tension, plagues, uh, signs in the sky, fearful economic events, uh, constantly the world being focused on who controls Jerusalem. So many different signs he gave us, and he said that they would increase both in frequency and intensity the closer we got to his return. And I don't know about you, unless your head's in the sand, and it seems like the world is on a roller coaster ride lately. And Jesus said that would be what the times would be like. They would be like the days of Noah and the days of Lot, which were filled with evil, uh, especially sexual promiscuity, as well as lawlessness and anarchy. And uh, as we've just passed June of 2020, Gay Pride Month, that, that was taken over by Black Lives Matters and this racist issue. And between that and uh, the anarchy that ensued, as well as the uh, sexual lewdness that seems to pervade our society today and the whole world for that matter, we're definitely again reaching that time of Noah and that time of Lot. Mm, absolutely, Nathan. And, and you know, some people maybe never thought of, uh, of Noah as, uh, as a preacher or an evangelist, but according to Second Peter chapter 2, verses 4 and 5, if you can take us there, Nathan, the Bible actually does talk about his lifestyle. Oh, absolutely. Uh, the times of Noah are kind of like this. Second Peter, uh, Peter tells us, for if God did not spare angels when they sinned, but sent them to hell, putting them in chains of darkness to be held for judgment, if he did not spare the ancient world when he brought the flood on its ungodly people, but protected Noah, a preacher of righteousness and seven others, and it continues. So here he's pointing to the fact that, that God will eventually judge evil. He sent these demons that he talks about here. He put them in chains, and really the translation is Hades, 
or the bottomless pit where he's storing them until this tribulation time period during the trumpet judgments. These demons will be released to punish the earth. He's talking about how he brought flood to the world because the people were so evil uh, that God reset society again, starting with Noah, who was righteous. And the Bible prophesies in Daniel a seven-year tribulation time period where God will judge the world with 21 judgments in order to bring people to their knees and so that they'll repent and return to him before Jesus returns and sets up his kingdom, his millennial kingdom, as Revelation 20 describes. Mm, awesome, Nathan. Again, uh, for those of you that just tuned in, you're tuned into a Truth Will Set You Free, Bible Prophecy Edition, Big Batista, Nathan Jones with Lamb Lion Ministry. As we're talking about our door closing in reference to the times that we're living in and how short the time is before the doors closed on opportunities. And, and Nathan, you, you mentioned it there. You, you, you talked a little bit about the times, how it was in the, in the flood of Noah and the wickedness. And actually in Genesis uh, chapter 6, verses five through nine, uh, it talks about, you know, Noah and, and, and God's plan uh, for, for the world back then and what he was going to do uh, because of the wickedness. And I'm glad you referenced that. Will you be able to take us into Genesis chapter six and read for us verses five through nine? Okay. Well, the Lord saw how great the wickedness of the human race had become on the earth and that every inclination of the thoughts of the human heart was only evil all the time. And the Lord regretted that he had made human beings on the earth, and his heart was deeply troubled. So the Lord said, I will wipe from the face of the earth the human race I have created, and with them the animals, the birds, and the creatures that move along the ground, for I regret that I have made them. But Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. And this is the account of Noah and his family. Noah was a righteous man, blameless among the people of his time, and he walked faithfully with God. Nathan, I love that. And, and there we see his lifestyle. And would you agree, Nathan, that in these last days, this is exactly what the Christians really need to be doing. This is the time for us to rise up and walk in righteousness in the middle of all this craziness that's going on in the world. Well, I love what you said, uh, that Noah was a prophet. A lot of people don't think Noah was a prophet, but we forget that he spent 100 years building a boat in a time period where the Bible seems to indicate pre-flood that there was no great oceans or lakes to have a giant boat. I mean, it's the biggest boat ever made. And uh, he was building it. And for a hundred years, people could see that. And I'm sure they mocked him and laughed at him and persecuted him for it. But he was constantly warning the people, wrath is coming, God's wrath is coming. He's gonna judge the world, the world will flood. And, and the people, all of them, except maybe his son's wives, uh, mocked and laughed and ignored it. And then of course they all drowned. And we're living in a time period of very, you know, as Christians, we got to admit, we are now in a post-Christian society. We keep thinking, you know, the United States was built on, on a gospel foundation and the word of God. And that is true, but we've left it in the last generation. It is gone. And now we live in a society that calls evil good. Yes, we should be so believing and supporting and, and equal rights for people and all. But when you take what God calls evil and say it's good and then turn it into a banner to fly under like the rainbow flag of gay rights or uh, constantly saying that everybody's racist or believing that that communism and socialism is a, a government is the answer to man and not God without showing love and to be how the end times are defined by people who are lovers of selves. And we've got people that exist only for what they can get in the world. That's this growing culture that's taken over society. That's the darkness that overtook a hundred years ago, the, Russia, which formed the Soviet Union, which overtook China 
and today has created this humanist government that hates God and hates his followers. And that's what our country is looking towards. But bigger picture, it's what the world's looking for. Because in this lawlessness, a man of lawlessness will rise, whom the Bible calls the Antichrist, and he will take over the world amongst this lawlessness and provide law and order, at least for a time. And that's the times we're living in, and that's the way society's going, as the Bible prophesied. Mm, excellent point, Nathan. And this is why this program that you and I are doing is so crucial, crucial because we see that the ark uh, doors are closing. In other words, the period of time during the flood, it ended. Like you say, Noah pretty much all his life, over 100 years, was calling people to repentance, telling them to come to the Lord. The flood was coming, much like you and I are saying today, there's a flood coming. It will be a flood with fire. Before that, of course, the good news is that there will be the rapture, the taking away. We're going to be with the Lord forever. In the same way, that ark provided protection for the people of righteousness, the people of faith. But Nathan, according to Genesis chapter 7, verses 13 through 16, if you can take us there and read those for us, we know that those doors will be closing. Right. So I mean, Noah's been building this ark for like 100 years, and it's now getting to the day where he's ready to close that door, to close that opportunity for people to repent and join Noah on the ark. Uh, verse 13 reads, On that very day, Noah and his sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, together with his wife and the wives of his three sons, entered the ark. They had with them every kind, wild animal, according to its kind. And, you know, we read about all the two of a kind that were on the ark. And the animals going in were male and female, and every living thing is God commanded, and then the Lord shut him in. And that's when the ark door closed, and that was the end of any opportunity for those living in Noah's time to accept God's lifeline of salvation. Mm. You know, Nathan, one of the things that strikes me there is how few of them enter the ark. And the Bible says right in the last days that the path is narrow and broad is the way that leads to destruction. And Nathan, that's what scares me today and concerns me today is that, you know, there's going to be very few in comparison to the majority that are going to make it in. Well, that, that's how it kind of works. I, I think, uh, was it Isaiah or Elijah? I'm not, you have to correct me here. But the Lord told him to take his garment and cut it up and then cut it up some more and then cut it up some more until there's only a few threads left. And the threads represented the remnant of Israel, those who remain faithful to God. And all through human history, there is far, far more people that are still in rejection of God and have not accepted Jesus' lifeline of salvation. And they're the ones who are like left out in the flood. And they will be the ones who will enter into the tribulation time period that the Lord said is coming. Like you said, there's great hope if you're a Christian. You are promised the rapture of the church where Jesus will take those who put their faith and trust in his son as their savior up to heaven before this tribulation time period comes. But once that rapture happens, that's like the ark door closing. Uh, that's it for that. You will have to then live through the tribulation. Now, don't get me wrong, Vic. Uh, after that, that flood, unlike the flood, they couldn't just then open the ark door and come in. That <laughs> that couldn't happen. Uh, but we do know that there are going to be a great harvest of souls after the rapture, as Revelation 7 tells us. Though Some will be convicted by the rapture. Others will be converted by the preaching of the two witnesses in Jerusalem or the 144,000 Jewish evangelists. Uh, some will repent because of the response that God's judgment store in the tribulation. And others will even respond to if God's going to send this gospel angel out to the whole world to share the gospel right before the end of that seven-year tribulation time period. So there is still hope 
for those who are entering into the tribulation, but you got to wonder why would anyone want to live under 21 soul-crushing judgments by God? I mean, we're talking about a world war that will destroy a fourth of the world population. We're talking about destruction of the environment, all the rivers, both fresh and salt water. We're talking about meteor and comet impacts upon the earth. We're talking about a one-world ruler who crushes and murders everybody under his path. We're talking about demons being released from pits to punish people. We're talking about solar flares and burning of the earth and poisoning. And the fact that by the time you get to the end of tribulation, it says the whole world population is put in the valley of Jehoshaphat or the valley of judgment. That's how few people will be alive by the end of this tribulation time period. So uh, God is good and merciful. He wants people to come to him and repent. But like you said, most people reject him. They want to live their own way. They want to do their own things. They want to be like the people during Noah's time, and they will perish. Yeah, and that's a sad thing, Nathan. And that's why we're calling people to listen. Uh, those of you that have ears to hear, uh, pay close attention what the Spirit might be saying to you, a message so that you can bring to others an encouragement. Again, and you're right, Nathan, we're, we're calling out here to the church-age believers. These doors will soon be closing. There will be opportunity for those uh, getting saved in the time of the tribulation. But like you said, why go through all that peril <laughs> when you can repent now and come to the Lord? And Nathan, I love it because a lot of people say, well, was that story real? Was the Noah's Ark story real? I mean, can we really believe that? Yet in Matthew 24, verses 36 through 39, Nathan, if you can take us there, Jesus himself validated this to be true. Oh, yeah. When he's talking about his return, he says in verse 36, but about that day or hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the son, but only the father. And as it was in the days of Noah, so will be in the coming of the son of man. For in the days before the flood, people were eating and drinking and marrying and giving in marriage up to the day Noah entered the ark. And they knew nothing about what would happen until the flood came and took them all the way. And that is how it will be at the coming of the son of man. Mm. And Nathan, and here we see this picture again, this urgency, especially for those of us that are alive now and listening to this program. We have wonderful opportunities uh, all over, opportunities to share the gospel, opportunity to evangelize, share the good news of Jesus Christ. And, and we know where we're going, right, Nathan? We're going to heaven. But in the meantime, there's many here that need to listen to the truth. Absolutely. And just as pointed out what Jesus said, obviously, there's the signs of the times raging around us. But most people don't understand that those are the signs of the times that point to his return. So what are they doing? They're living like they always doing without any care or with great cares. But they're, they're just people living lives. They're eating and they're drinking. They're, they're getting married. In other words, they're, they're not planning for the Lord's return as the people during Noah's time, even though they had the signs around them. Noah was a living sign as he built the ark and pointed people to the wrath coming. So, too, is these signs that Jesus gave in Luke 21 pointing to his return. And brother, most people, and I got to say, even the church at large ignores the signs, just like the Pharisees did. They don't see them. They, they write them off if they do read about them. And when Jesus comes, they're going to be shocked. They, they'll also be taken off guard. And you know what's really scary? If you go to 2 Thessalonians 2, verses 8 through 12, uh, if I can quick read that one, it says, And then the lawless one will be revealed whom the Lord will slay with the breath of his mouth and bring to an end by the appearance of his coming. That is the one who's coming in accordance to the activities of Satan with all the power, signs and false wonders and with all the deception of wickedness for those who perish. This is talking about the Antichrist, this one world ruler. 
because they did not receive the love of the truth so as to be saved. And here it is when you talk about the closing of the door of the ark. For this reason, God will send upon them a deluding influence so they will not believe they will believe what is false in order that they will be judged who did not believe the truth who but took a pleasure in wickedness. Now, this passage seems to indicate that if you have known about Jesus Christ and then the salvation before the rapture, but rejected, you've hardened your heart. In other words, you've decided, I just reject it, that after the rapture, the Lord will harden your heart more like he did with Pharaoh, and you will lose any chance. So even though many people will get saved during the tribulation, more than likely there are people who haven't hardened their hearts. Maybe they heard about the Lord, but they're undecided, or hadn't heard about Jesus Christ at all. But for those who have hardened their hearts now, God will harden their hearts more afterwards, and the door remains truly closed on those people. Mm, excellent point, Nathan. I love that reference right there because people need to recognize we have a, a, an opportunity, a window now. And sometimes people think, well, I have more time or I'm young. I'll come to the Lord uh, later on. But we don't know. Today could be that day that the Lord calls somebody home, right, Nathan? Whether to a heart attack or now we see people through, with, with covid uh, you know, they're alive now and a few weeks later they're gone. And, and, and if you're listening to this program, we, we urge you uh, to consider your lifestyle, consider if, if your relationship with God. If you don't know him, you need to turn to him today while there is still time. Nathan and I have a responsibility and that is to share with you the truth of what's going on. It's up to you now to respond. And Nathan, it reminds me of the book of Ezekiel chapter 33 uh, verses one through nine. Uh, talking about that responsibility that we have as evangelists, as Christians, those that God has given the truth to, to share that uh, with the world around us. And uh, some people sad to say they're, they're hiding that responsibility. They don't want to tackle it because of fear. But yet if we don't do that, we're doing a disservice uh, to someone else. And I know, Nathan, that we're a little bit short on time, but would you be able to go with me to Ezekiel chapter 33? And we'll look at verses 1 through 9. And maybe, Nathan, I'll open by reading verses uh, 1 through 4, and then maybe you can read 5 through 9 for us. Okay, okay. Or we could just summarize it if that's easier. Yeah, actually, let's go ahead and do that. That sounds fantastic. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's just quite a quite a story, but a brief summary here is Ezekiel's called to be a watchman. In other words, he knows the signs of the times. Uh, he knew what was going on their day as, as Israel or uh, land of Judah was about to fall. And Ezekiel was calling people to repentance, but he was there when the God's judgment came down upon Judah, and Judah was taken by the Babylonians up to exile in Babylon, which is today Iraq. And so he says, hey, if I'm not a watchman, if I don't do my job, if, if the watchman who stands at the wall and sees the enemies coming doesn't warn the people, then God's judgment is on them. But if the people hear the watchman and ignore him, then the judgment is on them. And so, brother, you and I know what's going on in the world today. We know what the Bible says. Uh, it's our duty as Christians, and you all who are tuned in and are listening, you know the signs of the times, and it's your duty as well to share with others. Uh, maybe you don't feel like you can do it verbally, or, or you don't have the Bible background. That's fine. Take take what we, uh, Vic and I, have, and take what all of us uh, produce here at Lamb and Lion Ministries. Share our, our podcast. Share our television program, Christ and Prophecy. Point them to articles on our website at ChristandProphecy.org. Let us be the voice for you if you need to. But, hey, if you've got the Bible practice and you feel confident in it, then, yeah, go out with your own voice and let people know. Because 
here it's it's very dire that we are watchmen on the walls the Lord's promised and told us to be. And if we don't fulfill that duty, uh, the Lord says and he warns that the sword will come on us and not those that God's coming on judgment upon. So it's a, a very dire warning. Wouldn't you agree, Ben? Yeah, Nathan, and that's a very good point. And that's what people need to understand. We also have a responsibility. You and I do not just do these programs to excite people in a sense or give them information when they can go, oh, wow, Nathan and Vic are so brilliant. No, that's not what this is for. Hardly. Right. We're doing this because we want you to know that God loves you. God has a plan for you. There's an urgency. And uh, Nathan and I have been doing this for over 10 years, uh, hopefully with, with, so that you can see our faithfulness and our care for you, that we really want you to go to heaven. We don't want you to go through these tragedies that are coming. But you also have a responsibility to respond if you don't know Jesus uh, before it's too late. Uh, and Nathan, that's why you and I, before we close every program, we always take the time to give out an invitation because just maybe there might be someone out there that doesn't know the Lord, they're tuned into a program, and this is the day that God has appointed for them to be saved. Uh, so Nathan, would you be able to maybe speak to that person on the other side that hasn't trusted Christ, maybe how they can go ahead and do that right now? Oh, absolutely. We'll see what the Bible says in Romans 3.23. It says that for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. In other words, there's no human who's good enough to go to heaven, to stand before God's glory. Romans 6.23 tells us, for the wages of sin is death. Now, we've all sinned. We've all committed a crime. We've lied. We've lusted. We've stolen. That means that the wages of our sin is eternal death. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Why? Because Romans 5.8 tells us, but God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. When Jesus died on the cross, the condemnation that was meant for us was placed on Jesus Christ. Matter of fact, Romans 8, 1 through 2 says, Therefore, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, because through Christ Jesus, the law of the spirit of life set me free from the law of sin and death. So we know that Jesus Christ died for our sins. And as Acts three nineteen tells us, repent then and turn to God so that your sins may be wiped away that times of refreshing may come from the Lord. So that's what the Lord's calling us to do. If you haven't accepted Jesus as your Savior yet, then it's time to repent. In other words, you stand before Jesus and from your heart pray something like, Dear Jesus, please forgive me of my sins and be my Lord and Savior. And Jesus will forgive you of your sins. The guilt of your crimes will be washed away. The penalty had been placed on Jesus on the cross, so you can stand before God's glory, holy and pure. You will inherit eternal life, and you will be raptured before the tribulation comes. Woo, that is great news. Thank you so much, Nathan. And for those of you that maybe have just trusted in Christ from wherever you are, we would love to hear from you. Let us know. You can give me a call, 305-992-9537. Send us a text message, whether now or through WhatsApp, and we would love to rejoice with you. We'd love to send you a Bible and some information so that you can continue to grow in the things of the Lord, and we just rejoice with you. So, Nathan, what a wonderful opportunity people have. And I thank you so much for always with the heart of an evangelist sharing the gospel, uh, because even if one person turns to Christ, Nathan, you would agree it's worth it, right? That's what watchmen do. They call people and they warn them of evil days and the dangers to come, and they lead them towards rescue to salvation. And that's what Jesus says. He is our rescue. He is our salvation. He is our refuge. Only in him 
will we be delivered not only from our sins, but from the trials and tribulations of this world. Mm, fantastic. Thank you so much, Nathan. And of course, we ran out of uh, time for this segment of the program, but we thank you all for tuning in. And again, look up. The Lord is coming very, very soon. Vic Batista, Nathan Jones, we thank you for being part of the program. Nathan, again, it's great to have you on and thank you so much for sharing with us. Oh, brother, it's always great to be on with you. Uh, it's a highlight of the week. And folks, I, I just hope you'll tune in each week and go with us through the Bible as we just marvel at all that the Lord is doing in this world. Ooh, awesome. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Nathan. Again, we we want to thank you for being part of our program. Big Batista, Nathan Jones saying goodbye. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you.